This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 153, Unleash Your Divine Feminine. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire. We must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello there beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of the show. As always, hand on my heart, taking a deep breath, soaking in how grateful I am that you are here and you are choosing to spend time with me today to talk about unleashing your divine feminine. You may wonder what does divine feminine even mean? And we're going to be talking about energy, the divine feminine energy that lives inside of you. We all have masculine and feminine energy, no matter if we identify as a male, female, or non-binary. It's just the different parts of us inside of us. Some people call it masculine and feminine. Some people call it the yin and yang. You know, you could look up so many different ways to call it. I just call it masculine and feminine because that's what makes most sense to me. But what we're going to dive deep into today is that divine feminine. I'm going to walk you through what is considered divine feminine, divine masculine, what I call like toxic, some people call it wounded masculinity, and then toxic or wounded femininity. So you can really start to see the difference between the four quadrants and then start to lean into that divine feminine and what that can open up for you and your life. Before we tap into all of that, in case you've missed it, I have a free workshop that's coming up on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. It's going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern time where I'm going to be teaching you how to awaken in your life. Just two weeks ago, I did a podcast all about if you are awakened and what that is like and what it looks like. And so if you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to do so. And also to sign up for this free workshop, regardless if you can make it live or not. Obviously, there are benefits to being live just with the energy and some of the fun things we have in store for those that attend live. But regardless, get this content. This content is for you if you feel like there's a rumbling inside of you that you want more. And while you've had some external success already, you now deeply desire a life that lights you the fuck up from the inside. 
a life where you can't wait to jump out of bed in the morning because it's that damn good. It's a life where you're working less, making more, taking exceptional care of your health and feeling better than ever. You're having fun. You're saying no to what doesn't serve you. And you're fully showing up for those that you love most. If that sounds like you, again, join us for the free workshop. I would love, love, love to teach you how to make that happen. We're going to be breaking it down into three different steps in this workshop. First, what's stopping you from creating that deeply fulfilling life now? You may think it's time, money, or lack of proper resources, but it's so much more than that. And until you uncover what this is that's stopping you, you'll likely stay in the loop of feeling stuck. So I'm going to help you get unstuck in that. And then we're also going to cover what you'll need to overcome in order to awaken to your most authentic self. I'm going to lay it out for you step by step so you can have a plan of action on how to start to create a deeply fulfilling life for you right away. And then I'm also going to cover my top tools for overcoming your blocks as you implement your action plan. So you'll never have to be stuck again. Okay, so again, we're pulling that awareness of what's keeping you stuck. We're going to then overcome those things that are keeping you stuck and you're going to develop a plan. And then from there, I'm going to kind of walk you through. Some people may say like rookie mistakes or things that you're going to encounter along the way. So if and when you hit those, you'll know how to overcome them. All right, we're going to do it in a 90 minute workshop. Again, it's going to be on Wednesday, March 16th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And the link to sign up is in the show notes. You can also go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, Preston.com slash awakened to get on the sign up for this. All right. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to teach it to everybody. All right. So that's what's coming up. Let's go back to what we're talking about today with unleashing your divine feminine energy. I recently just hosted a free workshop for clients of mine from past and present. I invited about 40 of them to come that I felt like were at a place where they would really resonate with that information. It happened just a few days ago and it was so much fun because all I was teaching them were tools on how to tap deeper into their divine feminine. You know, this past year or so, I've mentioned many times, but I've been doing some really deep work with embodiment coaching and doing anti-racism, otherwise known as DEI coaching. And I've uncovered so many deeper layers into just ways that I would consider how I was performing in the world versus being my authentic self. Now, before it wasn't like I wasn't in my authentic self. It was just that I was ready to do deeper work and to unleash new parts of me. And in that work, it has just become very clear of how I was able to tap into my divine masculine energy, especially over the past few years of having a business and learning, you know, all the strategies and such to be in what I consider massive action and getting shit done and making money and, you know, just kind of being in that boss energy, right? And I've done that really well. And I've taught that really well on the podcast, especially if you listen to episodes around in 2020 when I was starting to embody that energy more and more. And you could tell in the way that I was bringing in more income how that was impacting me. And it was awesome and beautiful and wonderful. And then, as I said last year with the work I've done, it has indirectly unleashed this divine feminine where I've been able to tap more into my body 
trust my intuition more, use my intuition more versus kind of covering it up with logic. Even though intuitively I would feel things off of people, um, I would just be like, oh, well, here's logically why this is. And now I just kind of own it of like, I feel this off of you. Is there truth to that? And what I'm referring to there are coaching calls or even just in my personal life where I'm like, oh, gosh, I feel this energy off someone. So that's kind of where I've been this past year in a nutshell to get to this space now of being more in my divine feminine. And so I wanted to first teach it to my clients, like I said, in that workshop of just some things that I've learned along the way and what I'm going to be implementing more in my coaching process with one-on-one clients. And then with my new group program that's coming out in March called The Awakened Woman, where I'm going to be walking 10 women through a six-month process. We're going to meet every single week for 90-minute calls. I'm going to be teaching them and essence to like how to awaken in their own life and create that deeply fulfilling life for them. And in that too, they're going to be unleashing their divine feminine. So today what I'm teaching you is giving you a taste of what's to come. And, you know, I shared that I taught that workshop too, because since I just taught it for the first time, it was so exciting and it was so just fun to be able to teach this work. And if you're somebody who is maybe even uncomfortable leaning into this work just from this podcast alone. Um, I just want to commend you because many times in our society, the feminine energy is looked at as weak and catty and just lesser than and the energy we want to be in is in the masculine energy and there is some truth to that right there is a beauty in having masculine energy as I just shared that's what allowed me to get some of the results that I wanted in life however As I got those results, I started to feel really burned out along the way. And that was because I had left my divine feminine aside. And that's what I see with clients all the time. Many of them come to me in divine masculine energy. And so they've created external success for themselves. They're like, yeah, Lindsay, I show up, I get shit done. I have focus, I have discipline. And when I don't do something I want, I turn to focus and discipline more. And then what happens is they start to get burnt out too. And their health starts to suffer, especially in regards to their feminine areas, like in regards to hormones and headaches and stomach aches and other things pop up along the way. And also their relationships start to suffer, especially if they are in a partnership or in a marriage. You know, it's just like, oh, I just, I'm not really turned on by him. You know, it just kind of is what it is. And they put it on the back burner, even the way they're showing up with their kids, if they have kids, isn't fully how they want to be in life. And maybe even too, if they're showing up in a feminine energy with their kids, it's in a wounded feminine where it's like, the kids kind of take advantage of them and they kind of put them down and they're doing way too much for their kids. And then, you know, people that I encounter, then they just feel even more burnt out and like more weights on their shoulders and all the things. And so again, where I'm wanting to take my clients is to help them embody that divine masculine, which again, I've done very well, I believe. And then um, now it's like, oh, let's do more divine feminine. And so in that client workshop, I was teaching them the tools that I'm going to be using moving forward. And it was so cool to hear some of their um, ahas and results already just for me teaching them those tools just a few days ago. So again, today, I'm just going to kind of walk you through the four different quadrants of the energies so you can see very clearly of where you're possibly at. And then from there, I'm going to teach you just a couple 
quick tips on how to embody that divine feminine more and even more about why it may feel scary to embody that divine feminine more, more than what I've already shared. All right. Are you excited? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I, again, so excited to share this content with you today. All right. So let me pull up my quick little info on the four different quadrants of energy here. All right. So let's talk about masculine energy because that's, again, typically what we're seeing all around us. We live in a patriarchy. That's a fact (laughs) where the masculine rules, right? And so, you know, a lot of times too, and especially feminism circles, we're talking a lot about toxic masculinity or wounded masculinity. You know, we're even seeing this right now with Russia invading Ukraine. I mean, it's everywhere, right? And so that toxic masculine energy is abuse of power. They're perpetrator. There's dominance, aggression, control, competition. They're confrontational. There's a lot of criticism, abuse, even avoidance. You know, we see this with men a lot, right? Is like, what? I don't have any problems. <laughs> it's your problem. You guys are the problem, right? That's avoidance. Um, unsupportive and just being unstable. So I think you probably have a picture in your mind already of what toxic masculinity looks like. I know I definitely do, especially here in the U.S. around elections. We've seen a lot of toxic masculinity come out. Woo, goodness. All right, so you probably get an idea of what that looks like. Let's then tap into the divine masculine energy. This is when you're confident, you have inner strength, you're responsible, you're focused, you have a logic, you have support, or you're supporting others, you're stable, you have direction, you are protective, you have clarity, you have boundaries, you're courageous, you have discipline, you feel capable, certain, and assertive, right? So again, start to like pick a mental picture of what that energy feels like, or maybe you can embody somebody who feels that way. I feel like for sure my husband has a lot of divine masculine energy for sure. It's so funny too, because we just recently did a workshop in my Living the Dream Mastermind with my husband. So my husband is a wealth manager, which is kind of a fancy word for like a financial planner. So he helps people you know, in essence, like invest, do retirement planning and all the things. He has never come into my business before. And I've been working behind the scenes for a while now to get him to a place where I felt comfortable and confident of bringing him in because my people are really important to me. And I knew that he could help them. And I also just wanted to make sure he was going to hold that really well, Um, even though he was doing that for free. It's so funny because after we did the workshop too, he's like, oh, I, I enjoyed that. Maybe I'd do that again. And I was like thinking in my head, I don't know if you really have a choice. Like, <laughs> You're here to help my people. And like, anyways, but we led this workshop. And after the workshop, I reached out to Casey Joy, who many of you know is like my support coach and she's my own coach. And I said, Casey, what do you think of Jason? Because she had never met him before. And she's like, he's just very certain. I was like, yes, that is totally his energy for sure. Especially when he's in his zone of doing what he does every day. And I've just been thinking about that more and more the past few days of like, yeah, like he's really in a divine 
masculine energy most of the time. And I feel like I lean on him for that. So he's my image when I think of the divine masculine um, a lot of the time. So hopefully you have an image in your head too. All right. So that's a masculine energy. Again, it's great. It's awesome. And I will say from time to time, I do have clients who need to embody more of that masculine energy. And so I'm working on that with them of building that confidence and focus and strength and all that. And I will even say clients who come to me who are in their more masculine energy, like they have done a lot of awesome shit in their lives they still like feel that imposter syndrome, right? And they don't feel as confident. So this isn't a scale of like either you have it or you don't have it. It's just how much do you have of this energy in your life between these four different energy types, right? Of divine and toxic masculine and divine and toxic feminine, right? And so just start to lean into you know, where is it that I could grow in my divine masculine energy and where can I diminish my wounded masculine energy? Because we all have times when even, you know, the strongest feminists will go to that wounded or toxic masculine energy. You know, I can think of many times when I've seen feminist women who are aggressive and controlling and critical right? Um, And they're in essence embodying the energy they don't want to be a part of. And I know there's times even my own life when I just get really overwhelmed, I will go to an aggressive state, especially with my husband at times when I feel like I'm not heard, I'm not listened to, and I'm just like wanting to leave the situation and he's like trying to work things out with me and I'm not able to fully process yet, I will get aggressive. And it's something I've been working on. And so again, grace with yourself for, for wherever you fall. This is just to bring more awareness to show you of like, whoo, okay, now that I know the difference between the two, how can I lean into more of that divine masculine? All right. So that's masculine energy. We're going to kind of put that aside because today's all about the divine feminine, right? So before we get into that divine feminine, let's talk about wounded feminine. So this is when you're feeling like a victim, you're powerless, you feel weak, you're manipulative, you're withholding information, you're needy, you're codependent, overly sensitive, and overly emotional. And so I just spewed a lot of words at you, I know. I want to tap in a little bit more onto each of these. When we talk about victim, there are times when on paper we are the victim, right? So if we're in some sort of legal case, you know, there are times when we're going to be listed as the victim, if something happens to us, right? I've actually been watching um, Inventing Anna right now on Netflix. And I just got to the episode where her friend Rachel goes to the police station and they use that term, like, are you the victim here? Because her friend Anna had taken some money from her. And so, yeah, there are times on paper when we're a victim, right? What I'm talking about here in this wounded or toxic feminine energy is when it's, it's an over exaggeration of it. Like, there are some people who they just always see themselves as a victim. Like, oh, and this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me. You know, I mentioned another episode. I actually have a former client who is suing me. And you're like, Lindsay, why are you talking about that? Like, put that on the back burner. I'm I'm just saying it very openly because I'm I'm not going to make that seem like it's bad or wrong. It was a very, very beautiful relationship on my end when we were coaching together. And I was really hopeful that in coaching together, I was going to be able to help her with her victim energy because she even came in with that energy and I was very aware of it from the start. And I wasn't successful at doing that. 
despite my many, many attempts to do that. Um, and she has fallen back into, you know, this victim energy of like, Lindsay didn't deliver what she said she would. Regardless of what she believes in that, it's, it's a pattern for her, right? And that comes from wounded feminine. And I'm aware of where that comes from for her. And so it, that's what I'm talking about here is just like always looking around at people of like, they did this to me and they did that to me, right? And so just catch it in yourself, Okay. And this is where, again, hiring a coach can be really helpful to catch you in that. I've learned in my own coaching practice, especially from this experience with this client of catching it really soon. Like I went back and listened to our consult call and I was like, oh, she would not be a client I would take on today. Um, Because one of the first things out of her mouth was a former therapist and how her former therapist wasn't great. And she went into the details of that. And then it was just one thing after another, right? And so I'm telling you this because most of my clients aren't in this overly victim space where they're at is they just need to be called out once in a while. Like if they're getting into, and this happened, this happened, I'll just be like, hey, are you feeling like the victim here? Is that true? And that will be enough for them to switch out into, oh, oh yeah, let me catch that really quick, right? So just kind of chew on that for a minute. When we're talking about powerless, that goes back to victim to me, feeling weak, goes back to victim, manipulative. So a lot of times as women, we're very intuitive, right? And we know when we can maybe push some boundaries or some buttons to get what we want. So it's just something to be really mindful of, of how you're, you could be manipulative in your life. This is especially true of people who have high people pleasing. They think, oh, I'm doing all these things to help other people, but it's actually a form of manipulation because they're trying to manipulate how people are seeing them. They're trying to manipulate how the situation goes. And then in the end, nobody's really feeling happy. The person who's people pleasing, nor the person who's receiving it because there is an emptiness in that. Um, I don't know about you, but it's very clear to me when I can feel like someone's giving me something that they're not wanting to give. Okay. So just again, soak on that for a little bit. Neediness um, and codependency is just kind of like putting other people's needs before your own needs. And there's so many things we could dig into with codependency. I actually used to be codependent and I still catch myself in codependent patterns from time to time, even with clients of like putting the client's needs before my own needs and feeling overly responsible for people's results, which goes back to like that one client who was unhappy with me. Um, looking back at it, it's like I put her needs before mine and I also put more weight on my plate for the results than her. And in that, she wasn't able to grow and thrive enough. Um, and again, you may be like, Lindsay, why are you saying this? <laughs> like, This is not smart marketing. And there is a part of me that is saying that. And also I know in the divine feminine, which we'll get to in a minute, is about being really open and surrendering and being understanding and nurturing and unconditionally loving. I'm giving you all the qualities already, right? And so I'm modeling that for you. It's like, hey, I messed up. And here I am owning it and saying, whew, I'm showing myself so much grace in this mess up. And I'm owning that, right? I'm not hiding behind that. I'm facing it. And that to me just embodies the divine feminine so much to be able to stand in your truth in a way where you're humble, but also confident and strong, right? And so I'll tap a little bit more into those divine feminine qualities, you know, intuitive, creative, your feeling 
And so I know in the wounded or the toxic feminine, it's about being overly emotional. And for many of my clients, myself included, we're actually not quite emotional enough. And so when we lean into our emotions just a little bit, it does feel like, oh my gosh, I'm being overly emotional, like snap out of it. Let's get back to work and like get things done. And so that's where again, it takes somebody outside of you to be able to recognize in you of like, hey, actually, you know, we need to lean into these feelings a little bit more. And so you're able to find the balance of that between the two. But going back to divine feminine, there's a flow You know, I talk about this often in podcasts and with clients of, oh, I want you to be in a state of flow where goals just come to you with ease. You wake up every day, you're feeling really good, and you're just trusting that the right things will come to you at the right time. That is flow. Also in that, there's a surrender of like, okay, I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to do my best and, you know, do all the things that I know I need to do. Again, that's like divine masculine energy. And also I'm going to surrender to what happens and I'm going to trust in something else, be it the universe, God, just, you know, your highest self, if you don't believe in anything spiritual to be able to help you and give you everything and more that you're needing and wanting in your life. There's also sensitivity with the divine feminine. And again, that's what I'm wanting to model here for you today by sharing that story about the client with you is, um, you know, that's a very sensitive topic for me right now. I'm going through it in the depths and it has been something I've been going through for the past few months. It's been one case and we've, we've then closed that case thinking it was complete. And then she's opened another case. And then it's like, oh my goodness. Like it's just, it's, it's an ongoing heartbreak for me because again, too, this is a client I really loved working with, even though, you know, I knew where her areas were of growth were. Um, along the way, but it's been heartbreaking for me. It has been heartbreaking. There have been many coaching sessions with my own coach about it. There have been many just bath moments of me in the bathtub about it. And it's taught me a lot. And in this process too, I've seen holes in even my divine masculine energy of like, wow, okay, here's where we need to have better boundaries and I need to have a better contract. And um, this copy needs to change and all of that. So yeah, sensitive, emotional, there's an ease with the divine feminine and there's an allowing. Okay, so that's a lot to chew on, right? (laughs) You're like, woo, take it all in. And I will say, you know, go online, find different images that break this down. And so maybe you can keep that image on your phone and just look at how the four different energies are broken down. I actually have an image that I use. It's not one that I've created, but it's really helpful. Um, I'm sure in time as we're doing our rebranding and such, we'll create our own image around this, but just right now we don't. So go find one of those others if you need to look at it visually over and over again. But going back to that divine feminine and how you can tap into that energy more, I just want to offer you a couple different ways that you can start to implement that more in your life. And I want to open up for you too. You may be thinking, why would I want to embody that more? Well, I mentioned earlier when I see clients who aren't embodying that, they have health problems, their relationships, especially a partnership that they're in is just not thriving. Um, They're not having a lot of fun in their lives and they're typically not enjoying work either in that. And so that's what opens up when you go into that divine feminine. You start to have fun. Your relationships start to thrive, especially your partnership. You start to just love yourself even more your health starts to transform and it just it 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 feels like for me and I would say this feels true for other women too it feels like a coming home 
like a, oh yeah, this is who I am. Again, it's like that the walls are coming down. There's like a surrendering in that of just allowing yourself to be because that masculine energy tends to be that do, right? Let's get things done. Let's achieve. Let's perform. And in the feminine, it's being. And when you can be in that energy without being in a space of overly giving or being codependent, being overly emotional and overly sensitive and just like laying in bed all day and, you know, eating chips and watching TV, which I think some people think is a feminine energy. That's, that's toxic feminine, right? That's not what I'm talking about. When you're in that divine feminine and you're allowing yourself to be, you just sit there and it's like, it feels like for me, like this light glows out of you. And it's almost like, you know, you can just be even in the most crowded of situations or the most harmful of situations and your energy just moves the entire room. You know, in a clip that I played on my client's workshop where I was talking about this topic too was from Muana. And near the end of the movie, she goes and she meets, oh gosh, I forget who it is, like Tahiti, I think, or something like that. You remember, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Like at the end, she has this heart and she's bringing it to this goddess, for lack of a better term. And this goddess is, she's just so angry and she's so mad because her heart has been taken from her. And Moana's with the the Rocks character, right? And he's like trying to battle her and, and do all the masculine things. And Moana says, let her come to me. And the waters part And then this goddess starts to like angrily climb to Moana. Moana's holding her heart and Moana starts to sing this beautiful song. Oh, it's going to be teared up just thinking about it. She sings this beautiful song and this goddess comes to her and she says something along the lines of, this is not who you are. Remember who you are. And she gives her the heart and instantly she transforms, the goddess does, and all the anger goes away and she just starts to embody this natural, beautiful energy about her she turns green and these flowers start to grow out of her and that to me represents to a t what it's like to be in the divine feminine and what we feel like as women many times when we're not in that energy it's just like we're angry we're resentful we're weighed down we feel like we have to fight all the time and when we're reminded who we are we're given that heart which to me is the core of the divine feminine it's like, oh, yes, this is who I am and leaning into that. And then we just glow because of that and everything around us just changes. And so I encourage you to go watch that clip on Moana. Um, it's on YouTube, actually. I, I think, what, you, what do you search for with it? But like Moana giving the heart back or something like that is how you can find it. We'll put a link in the show notes, too for you to go watch it. Um, but yeah, that's what it's like in your divine feminine. And it just feels really good. This is why in my marketing, I say, you know, I help women in essence, like accomplish their goals while feeling really good in the process. I've always had an element of the divine feminine in the work that I do, right? We've had tools in there of what we call do you time or self care and reflecting and feeling our emotions and learning to trust ourselves and knowing ourselves on a deep level. But now just where I'm at, it's amplified. And so again, here are some tools for you to start to use to embody and unleash more of your divine feminine. The first is a tool called Brags. 
And if you follow me on Instagram, you see me bragging every Friday. I have been for the past few weeks and I plan to keep it up for a while. But brags are just a way for you to take up space and to claim your power. And so anything that you're doing, even if it's hard shit or things that aren't going your way, you can brag about it. And it just changes your perspective on things and allows you to see like, hey, here is my role in this. Let me own it. All right. So I'm going to actually read to you some of my brag posts. Let me pull them up really quick so you can get an idea of what it's like to brag. Now, I just want to forewarn you. Sometimes when you hear other people's brags, it can bring up shit for you. And that's okay. Like that is an opportunity for you to see, ooh, maybe that's a brag that I want to have in my future because it's not something that I have currently and I would, I desire that. And so what we do is we say banked. So if you hear one of my brags and you're like, oh yeah, I want to have that in my life one day, just mentally tell yourself banked and banks meaning like, hey, I want to bank that for my future. I want to be able to claim that brag for myself one day. So again, here, I'm going to read you some of my brags. This is from just a few days ago. I said, I brag my assistant and future COO, Rachel, is helping develop systems in the biz so we can amplify marketing and be smarter with money in 2022. I brag I had the guts to invest to find and keep Rachel, even though it felt scary. Our partnership continues to amaze me how easy it feels, and I'm so grateful she does the things that overwhelm me. I brag after an argument with the hubs a few weeks ago, he stepped the F up with doing Um, his work and learning how to best support and love me. I brag, although I'm happy for these changes, I'm still guarded in our relationship. So I'm sewing up to do deep semantic trauma work. So I don't feel this way anymore and can lean into his love with less fear. I brag, I have a launch coming up in March where I'm desiring a group of 10 women and my brain is worried nobody will want to work with me in that container. So I'm showing up daily to do the mindset work around those fears. I brag, I led a training for a very popular women's group I've been in for two years and I was referred to as a thought leader and expert in women's leadership. I brag, I've held space and helped grow my Living the Dream Mastermind clients for six months and the shifts have been powerful. I brag this group of women in my Live in the Dream Mastermind is exactly what I wanted this year. I stayed the course of what I wanted most when last year felt so hard at times. I brag that I hosted a free private workshop for some of my current and former clients to teach them how to tap more into their divine feminine and gave away $500 in prizes just for fucking fun because I love them so much and these tools I'm teaching so incredibly much. So that's just an example of brags. You can see there's a mix in there of really awesome things that have happened, like me leading the workshop where I'm called like a thought leader in women's leadership. And then some that aren't. It's like, whoo, I'm leaning into that even though my husband's opening up for me and giving me what I want and need, I'm still feeling guarded. And so I'm doing deep work around that. All right, so start leaning into those brags. Uh, Again, they allow you to feel value in you. They teach you to own your power and to take up space. As women, we're often taught not to take up space, right? We wanna be as tiny as possible, as thin as possible, be as quiet as possible. Because if we're loud, then we're seen as bossy and domineering and aggressive. And oh my goodness, we don't wanna be any of those things, right? You know, it's so funny. I was just doing some random research the other day and um, I pulled up some data from Pew Research And it was talking about different terms in regards to the difference between men and women. And so like the term powerful was looked at as a positive attribute for men, but a negative one for women. And then leadership and ambitious for men were seen as positive and for women, they were seen as negative and more people overall 
um, just said the terms leadership, ambitious, and powerful for men than they would for women. So it's so interesting, right? Because we live in the society where it's like, be more like a man. And the corporate America structure is very much like that masculine energy. And that's what it's wanting us to embody. But then when we do, then it's like, oh, that's not necessarily a positive thing. (laughs) It's like, holy shit, we can't win. So if we show up at work in our divine feminine, say we go to a meeting and it's like, oh, I don't have data or analytics on whatever it is you're wanting from me, but my intuition is telling me we should go in this direction. In most circles, you would probably be laughed at, right? Because again, we're not honoring the divine feminine around us, right? And so it's crazy as women, we just can't win. And so we have to learn how to win with ourselves and be so deeply in love with ourselves and just be so confident in who we are. We know ourselves on a deep level that no matter what comes at us, that then we can be like, that's your shit, baby. That's not mine. And own that power because the world is crazy craving the divine feminine. I'm telling you, again, I keep mentioning it in so many episodes, but that episode I did with Nancy Gordino, I think I always butcher her name, but it was about leadering and she was talking about the future of leadership and how the future of leadership is in the divine feminine in essence. She didn't say that directly, but that's what she was meaning by that. And this is where we're heading, my friends. COVID has changed us and that we can't all just be machines anymore living in that divine masculine or just that masculine energy. We have to bring in the feminine. We have to bring in feelings. We have to bring in flow. We have to bring in balance because otherwise we're killing ourselves in the process. And so the more of us that can step into that divine feminine, we are going to be the leaders of the world and hell, we already are the leaders of the world. Okay. We are the change makers. We're the barrier breakers. We are the ones that are going to heal the world too. And we're going to make a shit ton of money in that process. And if I, me saying that brings up shit for you of like shit ton of money, like that is another layer of healing to do because in the past, women's work and women being the divine feminine has not been honored right? It's been like, oh, that's like the witchy woman or like the tarot card reader or like that woman's just a little bit off or she's a little to this or a little to that, right? Because again, as women, we typically can't win. And we're the ones that are stepping out and being like, here's my power. Here's my intuition or here's this other gift that I have, whatever it is in your divine feminine. And you're like, and here's how you're going to pay me because you're also going to have your divine masculine, right? And so because everyone's craving that, that balance, right? And that embodiment of the feminine that everyone's missing because they're so fucking burnt out that's when heads turn that's when they're like oh shit she's it right and that's where you can start to even turn shit up in the work environment that you're in even if it is a boys club and in the masculine energy you are going to be such a change maker in that space I mean think about the women who came forth the the first women in the me too movement of like actually, no, we're not going to tolerate this shit anymore. They were stepping into their power in that. And now most corporations are at a place where they're like, oh, fuck, we can't like, you know, sexualize and sexually abuse women and harass them. Oh, shit. Now we know our place, right? And so again, like there's this, this new layer coming from that. I feel like I'm going on tangents because again, I'm just so like, 
excited for what's in store for us as women. And the more you can tap into this energy, God, it's just going to feel so good. And the world is going to heal because of it. All right. But going back, I'm going to give you two more tools that I want you to start to use that are pretty easy to implement. I gave you brags. I also want to encourage you to start to breathe. Okay. A lot of times we're taking in content We are learning things because, again, in our world, content and analytics have been king. That's that masculine energy and being on our head and being logical, right? And where our feminine energy lies is in our bodies. And so the more that we can breathe and take deep breaths, that wasn't even a deep one. What I typically do with clients is 10 seconds in, and I say breathe like you're breathing from your tailbone or from your root chakra and going all the way up your spine to the top of your head or your crown chakra. Hold it in and then let it out for 10. And as you're exhaling, let like all the frustrations, all the things you're holding release out of you. Okay. So it kind of looks like this breathing in for 10. Hold and then release. So I'm opening my mouth and I'm just letting out all those things that I'm holding. And I do that over and over again for a few minutes. All it takes is a few minutes. Can even take just a few breaths at times. Even in the you know, the heat of a moment, if you just do one breath like that, it's a game changer. The more you can tap into that. And I also encourage my clients to lean into where they need to put their hands as they breathe. For me, it's always intuitively been one hand on my heart, one hand on my sacral chakra or on my uterus. And, you know, interestingly enough, those are like our most feminine areas, right? So that just allows me to like get back in my body and tap in to where I need to tap into. I know for some clients, it'll be like on their third eye chakra or that space between their eyes. And if you're not a big chakra person, don't be like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, you know, are you going to like make me be that if I work with you? No, I honor wherever you're at. I'm just giving you kind of, you know, where different areas are. But again, breathe, lean into that and start to listen to your body because we've been in our heads so very much and our feminine lives in our body. All right. The third and final tool that I want to give you today is um, just something to contemplate if you're a journaler, something to journal on, but it's for you to tap into your desires and to just start doing desire journaling. So writing out just things that come to mind of things you desire, like I desire a glass of water. You can start very simple. I desire a bath. I desire peace and quiet. I desire a deep breath right? Because um, there's another episode I did. It was many months ago now called Common Women's Beliefs. We're going to put it in the show notes. If you haven't listened to that one, I encourage you to do that. It's a great one to listen to, to compliment this one. But in that episode, I talk about the common things that women struggle with because of us living in a patriarchy. One of which is that we're not in tune with our desires. 
And because of that, we're not having a lot of fun. We're not feeling good. And we're just become like these little robots, right? And so the more we can just tap into our desires of whatever it is we're desiring, it doesn't mean that we want it right now all the time or like we think it's going to come true. I have so many desires like I desire a personal assistant. That's not coming true anytime soon. (laughs) I desire um, like, you know, luxurious trips. Again, those things aren't coming anytime soon right now. I'm just putting out on paper things that are coming through me of what I'm wanting. And it's just a place for you to have some fun to again, like tap into your body more and listening to your body of what you desire. Because a lot of times too, what will come out is your body will start in essence talking to you a little bit like, Ooh, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm desiring some fresh fruit. Ooh, yeah. I would really love a bath right now. Oh man, I'm so tired. I really want some great sleep. Oh yeah. I'm kind of turned on. Like I would love to have some self-pleasure tonight or connect with my partner or I would love a hug, right? So just leaning into that. And for, I know many of my clients, them leaning into their desires can feel really hard and it can be even emotional for them because they realize like, holy shit, I haven't tapped in this in a long time or this is really hard for me and that's okay. That's where, again, I can help you in our coaching process together to tap more into those desires, among many other things I'm sure you want to get done and how you want to feel. But regardless if you work with me or not, just lean into that desire journaling or just thinking about your desires and tapping into them. I'm actually doing it as a practice now almost every night. I have a specific journal for it. It's this beautiful journal one of my clients sent me. It lays right next to my bed and I just play with it. I have fun. I'm just like, okay, what, what's going to flow through me tonight of things that I'm desiring? And sometimes it's sassy desires. Like I've mentioned about this this former client who is upset with me. Like I desire for her to be done with this and to let this go and for her to go get the healing that she needs and for me to move on with my life. And so, you know, it's not always like these fun, fluffy, beautiful things. Okay. So that's what I have for you on the Divine Feminine. Hopefully you have some beautiful takeaways from today. I'm sure you do. And I encourage you to lean more into that divine feminine energy. It feels so good. And if you're wanting help with this, again, attend my free workshop that's coming up here in just a few days from when this episode goes live lindsayepresson.com forward slash awaken for you to sign up and to keep your eyes and ears posted for my upcoming awaken woman program. It will be opening in mid-March and the program will start on Monday, April 4th. So it's 4-4-2022, which is a cool number. We're going for six months with 10 women who are ready to live deeply fulfilling lives and to have internal success and even more external success. They want to make more money. They want to work less. They want their relationships to thrive. They want their health to thrive and um, all the things. They want that, you know, quote unquote, 10 life. And I know in this container, we're going to do it because I've been doing it for one-on-one clients now for many years. And this group is going to be next level. I know for some women, they're like, oh, I don't know if I could do a group and like share my things and all that. That's part of you leaning into the divine feminine, my friend, getting vulnerable, getting, you know, showing your sensitivities, feeling feelings, holding others in their feelings. I will hold that group so well for all of you to be able to bond on such a beautiful, deep level. You're going to walk away from that experience with friends all over the world and friends that feel like soul sisters. I've already done this for my Living the Dream Mastermind, especially this past year. There are women in there and they're like, oh, that's just, it's just 
so beautiful. You know, in a couple of weeks, you're going to hear Carissa's coaching story. Carissa coached with me one-on-one and now is in living the dream. And she talks about her experience in that. So I know you may be like, oh, I don't know if I can lean into a group, but just lean into it. Open yourself up to the possibility. It can be a very beautiful experience and it can be transformative for you, especially leaning into that divine feminine and still being able to get shit done, accomplish your goals, be that confident badass that I know you want to be in the world and that divine masculine as well. All right. So that's all I have for you today, my friend. Thank you again for listening, for tuning in all the way to the very, very end. I love you so very much. And I hope to see you on that workshop soon and an awakened woman. Um, Until next time though, all my love and blessings. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero and you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book this book is a study guide for life enjoy and of course share this show with your friends i believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside the more you help others succeed the more you help yourself so share share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.